This episode of the Cinema Vention Podcast is brought to you by Rotting Wonk, RozJ001, Jack Wolf, and Wearmall 3. If you want to become one of the names listed, go support the show today at patreon.com slash wscottis1. Hi, I'm wscottis1, and I have not seen the movie Hackers. Increasing his cultural IQ, one movie at a time. This is Cinemavention. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cinemavention podcast, where we review and discuss classic movies that I should have seen long ago. Today, we'll be discussing the movie Hackers, which my guest has seen before. He is a regular Diamond Club game night contributor. Please welcome back to the show, Jeffrey Sachs, a.k.a. Routing Wonk. How are you doing, man? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Good to see you again. And uh, thanks for stepping in on this episode again. Um, of course, uh, yeah, the, we had a great uh, discussion talking about Iron Man last time. And mm-hmm. uh, I think you guys will understand why I picked uh, why I picked Jeff for this episode, because uh, I liked Iron Man. This movie was uh, central to my childhood. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I could totally see why after after seeing this movie. But uh, before we talk about it, let's go ahead and uh, go over the stats real quick. So Hackers is available for rent or purchase on all major internet distributors and has jumped streaming services quite a lot since uh, <laughs> since we uh, watched this film. Uh, we watched it for free on YouTube, and yes, it was a legal version. Uh, sometimes YouTube will have movies that they'll have uh, available for free with ads. <laughs> Only in the U.S. <laughs> Oh, is that only a U.S. thing? Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it's also available uh, for free right now on Pluto TV and Tubi and the Roku channel. And funny enough, um, it left Paramount Plus the day we're recording this episode, which is hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, this this movie jumps around quite a lot. And, and I think I know why that is, because Hackers was released by United Artists Corporation, which is owned by MGM, who is owned by Amazon. And uh, I've noticed a lot of MGM movies have been jumping around a lot on the free services. But Hackers I guess was- Amazon had all of those deals that they needed to bring back into house as they're expiring. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But uh, but Hackers was released by United Artists Corporation on September 15th, 1995. The movie was directed by Ian Softly and stars Johnny Lee Miller, Angelina Jolie, Fisher Stevens, Lorraine Bracco, Jesse Bradford, Matthew Matthew Lillard, and Renoli Santinago. I I think I got Santiago. that right. Yeah, but the movie had a Jesse bu- Bradford of of Clockstoppers fame, mm-hmm. Johnny Lee Miller of Sherlock and Eli Stone on TV, Fisher Stevens uh, doing brownface in uh, Short Circuit oh, uh, that he was famous for. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Matthew Lillard, who of course was the uh, iconic Shaggy of the Scooby Doo series, mm. and of uh, Angelina Jolie of Angelina Jolie fame. Well, yeah, of course, right? <laughs> who, who can forget Angelina Jolie, of course. Um, the movie had a budget of $20 million and, get this, only made $7.5 million in theaters. Ouch! <laughs> there are that, a lot of movies that do that and make it back in DVD sales. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm assuming is that, um, I, that's what I'm assuming is that this got, like, a cult classic, um, you know, <laughs> status and got its money back in, yeah, like you said, DVD sales, streaming, all of that stuff. 
If they uh, did a uh, a re-release in uh, in theaters, like the um, uh, classic movie uh, film festival, it mm. could probably bring in more than seven and a half million dollars these days. But, oh uh, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, but do you remember when you first saw this movie, Jeff? I was thinking about it, and I think that because this was a um, uh, an MGM UA film, this is one of those. Uh, movies that was on TBS a lot uh, ah. when I was a kid. That they had those movies that just ran over and over and over again. I definitely didn't see it in theaters. I was 11 at the time, mm-hmm. and even though it would have been, um, a, you know, age appropriate, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I would have gotten it. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I didn't see it until a couple of years later when I was 13 or 14. Yeah, and if that wasn't on TV. I don't know. Maybe it was the summer I spent at Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I uh, the problem with this uh, film being out uh, being out when it came out is, uh, funnily enough, it came out. I think uh, what is it? Four months before my, before I was actually born. Yeah, literally four months before I was born. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> but sorry uh, but for my, being born. Yeah, but my mom was my mom was almost certainly pregnant with me uh, when this movie came out. So did you ask if she's seen it? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think she has. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but yeah, but I I can tell you right now, if this film were released when I was 15 or 16, I guarantee you, I would have gobbled this movie up. Like mm-hmm. I would have loved this movie back uh, back in the it, back then if it had been released then. And um, I want to go over your background in in tech before we uh, before we get into this because um, I could tell you folks right now that we are going to get very nerdy in this episode. <laughs> so uh, you have been warned all right right up right off the top here that this is going to be one of those nerdy episodes of Cinemavention based on you know the topic of this movie, right? And so I want to give our listeners a little background as to how tech savvy you are, basically how you got into tech, you know, what you're doing right now. And, you know, why are you qualified to talk with with authority about this movie? (laughs) Okay, so in the beginning of the movie, you hooked it up to the telephone, didn't you, Dade? Well, (laughs) I I was about six or seven when uh, we hooked it up to the telephone. We had a 1200 baud modem. Mm. in uh uh in a at that's a 286 with a monochrome screen uh back in the day um and so i was you know probably too young to be on irc and uh bbs's uh playing games uh still play lord of the red Dra- sorry legend of the red dragon lord uh from time to time that goes you know, back to 91, 92. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, I was a kid at home in suburban Toronto that, you know, that New York uh, hacker culture looked badass. Mm -hmm. uh, And, you know, was the right age for that to make a, uh, uh, to make an impression on me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so over the, you know, I'm not going to say how many years uh, since then, uh, you mm-hmm. know, it's come on probably, you know, 25, 30 times over the years. Sure. Yeah. You know, I, I, I know I don't can't say the entire movie from memory, but, you know, but pretty close, right? Yeah, yeah pretty, mm-hmm. 
pretty close. Just yeah. one of those. And you're and, and you're doing um and you're doing networking uh, stuff even now yeah, too. I like do that is your a day lot job. of work. Yes, that is my day job. I do a lot of work in computer security. Um, you know, mm. without being quite as much of an ass, uh, I do a uh, plagues job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's it's hard to be as much of an ass as the plague is. Yeah, to be fair. Um, uh, Mister the Plague. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean I mean I uh, I got into computers at a pretty young age too. I know that um, I I was messing around with computers ever since I was as far back as I can remember. Like you know Windows ninety five back in the day. Um, but it wasn't really until I was start like, me up. Yeah, right. But it wasn't until I was like ten or eleven where I actually like really discovered my true love with computers and tech and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um and and it was one of those things where it's like I, I eventually learned some things over time, but uh but when it comes to networking, it's like I I'm as much of a noob about networking as my as many grandmas are about smartphones. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what I, I know. I'm I've tried about. to help you troubleshoot stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I, anytime I have a network question, I'm pretty much asking you because because <laughs> I don't I know. I am the what, routing wonk. Yeah, because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> but uh, but I know enough about my way around computers um otherwise but yeah networking is my achilles heel always when it comes to tech so you know to be fair i don't think anybody uh has a full uh grasp on tech i know people who are um networking wizards who are who kind of struggle with uh with like doing basic tasks on the computer that might be my dad (laughs) in your defense uh networking wizards still don't want to deal with ipv6 because it's that complicated yeah fair enough <laughs> nobody wants to deal with that with with that so it yeah. just doesn't take off even though we need it like a solution to global warming it's yeah got true. to happen it's just it's just everyone's taking their sweet ass time <laughs> oh, <Anna. laughs> yeah so uh let's talk about this movie and I am going to make a pretty bold statement about this movie right off the top here. I personally believe that this movie was way ahead of its time. And the reason I say that is because this movie came out in 1995. And, you know, while the, the while the styles like the dress um, of the time is of the time, like, you know, the the um, I don't know, like the. New York City is certainly of the time because uh, I, I what noticed would they, hackers wear. In- yeah, well, but also like even like it, it's not even a question of that. It's just like you could tell this was in the 90s because of the way people were dressing back then, yeah. too. You know, so it definitely it you can definitely tell it's aged from that standpoint. Right. But yeah, right. it was yeah. very of its time of of, you know, the style of you know okay so these are hackers these are i mean even the idea that hacker and uber cool right uh you know almost like hipster style um uh hackers fit together rather than being you know a guy in his basement yeah um was you know of the time yeah, well, and 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 it, yeah, and I think it was way ahead of it of its time in that regard, absolutely. And like, 
because here's the thing they they did get a lot of the tropes right um for example we were talking about earlier um the fact that uh you know people had usernames uh you've got uh, you got usernames like zero cool crash override acid burn to communicate online and that very much was the case um you mentioned dude, it dude, earlier. Dude, 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 dude. i need an alias if i don't have an alias then i'm nobody right <laughs> absolutely <laughs> man but you mentioned it earlier you know internet relay chat or uh irc like that is how people um communicated and like you mentioned before oh, yeah. um you know the uh the bbs uh system as well even before irc w- w- that was before irc right bbc well, or BBSs BBS, were uh, were available to the public before IRC was. Ah, you needed okay. to be because this was in the you know text based internet universities had Got one it. megabit connections that shared, and that was fine because everything was text. Right. Um, but the know, fact that so, everyone had usernames back then, and like that's how you communicated online, like that very much is very much was the case i mean sure the usernames might have been a little cringe uh, in the movie but other than that like the concept was definitely true right yeah absolutely yeah and of course you you weren't going to use your real name online especially if you were Mm -hmm. hacking into something oh yeah and if you wanted to be known you needed a name to uh uh and you know if you were lucky you got that name you know without a number added on to it in all of your systems yeah uh you know and that even uh, that even exists today too with hackers you know like that that like you'll hear a lot about like oh this username uh, people that went by this username hacked this system even today you still hear that about that um yeah well i used uh backslash as my name because that's what like nine-year-old me thought was a good name for uh um uh, for IRC, mm-hmm. uh, and then having problems getting that for all of for you know different uh, boards, it became backslash three, and mm-hmm. then you know by you know seventeen eighteen that had kind of gone its way. Also, I didn't realize that uh, later uh, slash three became how you drew a heart in ASCII text. Mm-hmm. Not cool anymore. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, and uh, of course, we're talking about all these, you know, um, all these old systems. Kids, ask ask your parents about uh, about IRC, um, you know. But those of you, uh, those of you, who don't know what it is. It's it was it's basically like Discord, kind of basically replaced IRC if you think about it. Like Discord, well, IRC yeah. Discord is basically IR what IRC was, just without the fancy user interface and without the audio video capabilities, pretty much. Yeah, well, you know the slash me command that creates a the server says this person did did this thing rather than you saying it was something mm-hmm. that came out of IRC and yeah, yeah. still works in in Discord and still works in Twitch chat. Right. Right. Yeah, no, and, and I think Twitch forward. Chat, Yeah, and I think Twitch chat itself is actually based on IRC as well, too. So uh so yeah, it's really IRC just on the uh just on the back end there. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Now, I know that there are and were some pretty sophisticated hacks even back in 1995. Mm-hmm. And Dade has a trial. Is that, is that how you say his name, by the way? Dade? Yeah. I assume. Dade. Yeah. So Dade has Dade a trial. Murphy. 
Yeah, Dade has a trial for a hack that hit 1,507 systems exactly. And honestly, like, I mean, it it does kind of surprise me, but it doesn't at the same time. The thing that does surprise me, though, is that the hack was, like, managed to affect the stock market. And, and the fact that it was such a sophisticated attack pulled off, remember, by the way, this is in 1988, you know, and, and the internet wasn't as prominent back then, certainly as it was, like, in the late 90s, and especially like it is today, right? And so, like, I I have a tough time believing that the hack was that sophisticated for 1988. Um, okay, so the thing that you have to remember or realize is a lot of times in programming, security is not the, the primary objective. The primary objective is to get it to work, to get it to not crash. Mm-hmm. When it works, then it's time to move on to something else. And so there are a lot of security holes that exist just because it worked. So push the code, people start using it, It and don't break, uh, what is it? Don't fix what isn't broken. Yeah, so, if it ain't broke, like, don't code fix got, it. Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, yes. So code got written in the 60s that got, that, you know, was was used. And then, you know, he figured out a way to probably do uh, what's called a worm, which is you infect a computer and then that one computer tries to infect as many other computers as it can get. Uh, right. get access to and the other thing you have to that you have to realize in this 1507 is um you know back in the 80s more uh people were using uh mainframes so you want to talk about systems the stock market was one system of five of 1507 mm. and so if he hit you know 400 of the Fortune 500, yeah, that's going to make a difference to the stock market. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and and yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy to me that, you know, that even for 1988, it would be like something like pre again, it was like it was one of those things where it's like worms were definitely a major problem in like the late 90s, early 2000s, because the Internet was starting to become a thing. Right. But the fact that like in 1988, where the Internet was just you know, not as prominent and people were still able to pull off these sophisticated attacks. It's like, it, well, yeah, I'm it's crazy. saying that because the code hadn't been hardened to protect against being mm-hmm. hacked, it didn't have to be that sophisticated for, uh, it didn't have to be that sophisticated by modern standards to be a sophisticated hack. That was yeah. something that the world had never seen in 1988. Right. Absolutely. Um, now, uh, the other thing to consider too is that I here's here's my thing too is that mm-hmm. my suspicion is that um that Dade just used social engineering for a lot of these hacks um I mean because that seems to be a common theme in a lot of his hacks you know including the one that he used on the television station at the start of the movie and so like I don't know I I almost wonder if like social engineering was kind of the way to do it back then um when the internet wasn't as prominent you know. Well, social engineering is always the well, of course, way to do right. it because people want to be helpful. That's mm-hmm. yeah, um, t- taking advantage of people's kindness, I guess. <laughs> right, and a lot of I think Dade's character was based on a on a master hacker called Kevin Mitnick, who was really a so I mean, who was a programmer, but was a social engineer. Uh, mm-hmm. Was a brilliant social engineer. Yeah. Um, more mm-hmm. than anything else. 
Yeah, absolutely. And was, you know, held with a charge for 15 years. Um, yeah. Uh, was was he like kind of the first person to be kind of prosecuted under the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act? Um, certainly not the first person to be uh, prosecuted under it. Uh, okay. uh, but he w- he may have been the first celebrity hacker. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, and it's funny about um, social engineering, too, because, um, yeah, because that was very much on display in the movie. And I know that um, mm-hmm. your friend and mine, Brian Brushwood, has talked about social engineering numerous times. Um, hey, boss. In- yeah, right. <laughs> and in <laughs> fact, like, that's the thing, too. He even has like a TED talk about the subject. If you haven't seen it, um, I have I'll have a link in the show notes to it. Um, but yeah, he uh, he did a full on full on TED talk. Um, down at like the TEDx San San Antonio, I think. Um, and so yeah, and we have that video linked in the show notes if you want to check that out. It's it's actually pretty cool. Um, and uh, speaking of the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, I I looked this up and I and I always conflated the uh the year that it came out. For some reason, I always thought mm-hmm. it came out in 1996, but it was actually 1986 when the law was passed. Mm-hmm. And and in this scenario, like uh, that means the law is only two years old when um when Dade was arrested, and um and I and I have to imagine too that um because you mentioned um uh Kevin help me I've just Mitnick Mitnick thank you um it, I would imagine that if this were a real life situation that actually happened in the real world I feel like um Dade would right be right there on that list with Kevin right and um. It's and, hard to. It's harder to make a you know eleven year old kid disappear into uh, mm-hmm. into the U.S. legal system. But, oh yeah, um, true. Oh yeah, that's true too. Yeah, because if it was um if it was a kid that was that young, wouldn't they have to use like um uh wouldn't they have to use John Doe? At, um, like they wouldn't be able to use their real name in criminal proceedings or what? Yeah, probably that's probably that's yeah. That's I just realized an, that a problem yeah. with the movie. <laughs> yeah. I just realized that just now I'm like, Hey, wait a second. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, my assumption too, is that they probably just wanted to use him as an example. Right. And so um, it's interesting that they decided to revoke his right to have a computer or phone. Um, mm-hmm. And that was the punishment rather than, um, being sentenced to like a juvenile detention or something like that. That so. used to happen a lot before, um, like up until maybe five to seven years ago, 2015, mm-hmm. um, being forbidden from used from being allowed to interact with any computers, uh, was still part of, uh, parole, um, hmm. uh, uh, restrictions, uh, because, it wasn't considered an essential part uh, of uh, of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, good luck. Not, I mean, if you're going to say you're not allowed to use a touch tone phone because a touch tone phone interacts with computers, good luck getting a uh, a pulse dial phone now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> totally. Yeah, no, I, I I could see why that would fall apart. I mean. Yeah, because because computers are very much essential for if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that computers are essential to life now. Like there's no there's no getting around that now, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, the the other thing, too, is I could totally see a situation 
where the security is so bad at an institution that two hackers are fighting over control like um like Dade and Kate are with the TV station at the beginning like that is totally believable to me. Really, I find it totally unbelievable that that TV station had two modems for the hackers to both hack into it at the same oh, time. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe not realistic for 1995, <laughs> but realistic certainly today, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, today they have, you know, a cable internet connection and, mm. you know, Dade, Kate, Russia, Iran, China are all into that uh, into that station all at once. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, yeah, the... Cyber wars are definitely uh, happening all the time now. So, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's one of those silent wars that no one ever talks about, but it's very much a war. So, but um, but also, uh, Dade being a virgin. I mean, uh, come on. Once again, I could totally see that, right? Like you're not you're not getting girls uh, if you're into computers in 1995. That's just not happening. <laughs> I don't know. He looked cool to me at the time. Uh, well, sure. You know. Someone to uh, to emulate as an impressionable youth. Um, I think that the actors might have been too old that I didn't, you know, mm. they're in high. It's like the Saved by the Bell effect. They were in high school, but the actors don't look high school. Yeah. Uh, high school age. So they feel like adult, like grown adults, but in in a, a high school, school part yeah. of their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's uh Joey was certainly a virgin. Oh, uh yeah. phone phone freak. How the hell could he be? <laughs> yeah. No, I could I could see Who that. Who wouldn't go for that? Yeah. No, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. But um it's amazing to me that um for 95 it, it like it seems like so like it seems it seems so super progressive for the time, right? Because a hacker character that was a female, um, like I I have to imagine was probably not a like, you know, like it, it was certainly a way ahead yeah. of its time factor because and it and that's why I say it's like super aggressive or su- super progressive, progressive rather, um, at the time because um the computer hacker industry was and still kinda is a male dominated industry. And so yep. the fact that there is a woman hacker represented like is like I said way ahead of its time and and way progressive for the time I think, you know. Well, they were kind of forced into it because of the sexual chemistry of mm. between uh Dade and Kate and that they were um uh you know, doing the hacker competition uh, to, you mm-hmm. know, as masculine bravado that they were trying to assert dominance through uh, through their hacker skills. Mm-hmm. Um, you couldn't do that without uh, 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 without uh, Kate being uh, being a woman. Mm hmm. And, um, and being into and being into hacking and computers, for yeah, sure. Yeah, um, it was certainly a progressive character that she was badass, and she did not need him. She was not a damsel in distress. She mm-hmm. was central to uh, um, to the uh, resolution of the problem. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and I'd say probably more under 
uh, not understanding, but she certainly had a better sense of what the stakes were and what was going on uh, than Dade did. Because if he did, he wouldn't have had anything to do with Plague. Right, absolutely. And yeah, no, and it's it's actually pretty uh, amazing because um cuz I don't cuz I feel like if it like cuz especially with this time period, it's like I don't know if I I don't know if they would um like like if this movie were filmed were done in like the early 2000s, I feel like and if it were done by another studio maybe, I just mm-hmm. I feel like we wouldn't have this. You know, like it would be like it would be like the woman would would not be playing this central of a role like that you know if if the circumstances mm-hmm. were just slightly different you know so i'm i'm glad that it um i'm glad that it ended up this way because it definitely looks really good for its time so i we've definitely had movies that were you know slightly different and hackers are fighting it out with guns in cyberspace <laughs> yeah true <laughs> now here's the thing is that We've talked about this before with um with you know we've had the we've had this come up with Ferris Bueller's Day Off before we've mm-hmm. had this on War Games um we've we've had we've we've talked about this before I still can't get over the fact that the security on these school computers is just so lax because, because the fact that um Dade is just able to go in and not only change grades but what class he's in mind you by the way in on a school computer right like he's not even trying to like hide it at home or something you know like he's just doing it out in the open on one of the school computers and nobody like bats an eye or anything you know hey all the teacher is at the front of the room and all the computer screens are facing backwards Mm -hmm. you know if he's in the back row then who's gonna see yeah i guess that's true the guy next to him and he comment and he sees and he comments on it yeah also, I love the fact that he changes the class that he's in so he could be in the same class uh, with it's her. It's lucky that he could keep up in AP English. Right. But here's the <laughs> thing. I didn't know that class crashing was a thing. Like, it's usually if you're if you're like in school, it's like you're not crashing a class. You're wanting to skip school. You know, like that's like that's that's the more cool thing to do is to just skip class, you know, rather than crashing a class. But here's my thing It's like, just let him, I would say, just let him do it. At least he's learning something, you know, and he's just not skipping class. He had to be skipping another class that he was in to mm. go to that class, assuming that he had a schedule. Um, this okay, is probably fine. the only time I think that I've ever seen that happen in high school. Uh, in university, it happened all the time. Right. Real life and uh and, and in movies, and yeah, movies. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Though that, yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, you you'll hear a lot of people do that um, at university. Yeah, but yeah, never at high school. Yeah, hmm, interesting. I've used that quote though. Yeah, right. Of oh, all wait, the wait. things I've lost, I miss my mind the most. Ozzy Osbourne. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, right on. But uh, going back to the lack of security, I here's the thing, right? Like you, you. The sprinkler system, it was like, yeah, it was a great prank and all, right? But why is the sprinkler system set up on a computer? Like, why Why do you need, why is there a need to control the sprinkler system on a computer, right? Like, there is no need to <laughs> control the sprinkler system on a computer. There is no need for the sprinkler system. First, I don't even think that you can control those sprinkler systems on the computer because they're right. physical. They have a a thing in the sprinkler head that 
that triggers yeah. it to to start. You don't turn on the sprinklers by pulling the hand station on the uh, yeah, and there's certainly uh, on not the wall that yeah, just turns not on timed the, uh, either. You know, like yeah, like yeah, no that that just. <laughs> Like um, that's, so that doesn't yeah, seem realistic at all. <laughs> that kind of thing does exist, but you know, like yeah, maybe they don't, they, yeah. that doesn't happen in those uh, in that yeah uh, in that kind of place. Yeah, like that barely the, that barely happens now, much less back then. You know, <laughs> in what world would you want to have a time that turns on every sprinkler in uh in the building right yeah like all you're gonna do is cause water damage yeah right yeah and what scenario would you ever need that yeah exactly. i <laughs> yeah i i don't know yeah that's that but was weird they did do things with uh uh hvac with uh heating and air conditioning systems mm. that they could be monitored uh and controlled remotely and i'm trying to remember which there was some big hack and i can't remember which mm. uh big company it was that like a little hvac contractor that was like five people got hacked and then yeah. their, the hack of their computer was used to get into the hvac system for some warehouse or data center and then that was used to get into um yeah uh, to get into business systems for the um, yeah, where where Mullen in the chat says fire safety systems are. I don't think you can electronically signal them though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's right. Yeah, like and and again, yeah, like the fire safety systems. Well, that would be one thing. The where alarms I would, are certainly right. Yeah, I can. I you can have like the panel at the front door that shows right. the firemen when they run in which area is right. Uh, yeah, but that can be that doesn't alarms. have to be controlled by a computer either. Too like that could be on its own separate system. Right. Well, it doesn't need to be IP, but a lot right. of problems yeah, that exist because people connect things to the internet that really uh -huh. shouldn't be connected to the internet. Yeah, aka Internet of Things. <laughs> yeah, well, like, why is the Internet of Things controlling, you know, power substations uh, in the electrical grid? Mm -hmm. Oh, there was the the um, water treatment plant in Florida that was running team viewer um, without a password. That oh yeah. That was into. fairly recently. And they tried, yeah. And they tried to turn up the, um, like the lie, uh, like the chemical lie being added to the water from like a one part per million to, uh, to a thousand parts per million, mm -hmm. uh, remotely. And the system just rejected it because you, wouldn't let you poison everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah. And somebody was in sitting in front of the computer as it was being remotely uh, connected to, but no password yeah, on the internet. Didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these things, these, it works. I'm yeah. done. That's yeah. It. Speaking, moving spe on. Speaking of common passwords, right. It's like, they talk about the most common passwords that are used and then it's, and it's love, secret, sex, and God. Here's the thing. I don't they, know when monkey became number one for some reason, and nobody yeah. really knows why. Yeah. Also, I think you forgot password and password one two three. But you know, I'll I'll let it slide because <laughs> I yeah I have to imagine those passwords have certainly been used before. <laughs> I'm not going to mention all of the dumb passwords that I've used in past. But yeah, I definitely have used a, a couple I'm of good dumb enough passwords. to not do that to not do that anymore. Yeah. Get a, get a password manager, people. Get last get a pass password or. Uh, 
it, it, it's last hard. pass or one password or Nord pass, one of those. It's hard to get into it. It's worth it. It absolutely is. Yes. Because <laughs> it, it's one of those things you set it and forget it type of things. And yeah, it, yeah it's it's really useful. Of course, the uh, the pay phones certainly age this movie, right? However, um, we've talked about yeah. we've talked about this method before on previous episodes, including the War Games episode, where they use a classic hacker method uh, called shorting uh, phone. in the uh, yeah, where well, they opened up the microphone and and shorted it with the uh, the coin drawer. Yeah, in, otherwise uh, known as uh, phone freaking. Uh, you know, and it's, it was a way to get around paying, you know, the 25 cents or whatever it was for a phone call on those things. By the way, yeah. by the way, I'm assuming that's how, um, Phantom Freak got his nickname with the P-H-R-E-K oh. thing. Well, yeah, he says <laughs> Freak, the Phantom Freak, the King of Nine X, which mm. is the New York, uh, New York City telephone company oh, uh, right. at the time mm-hmm. before they be, they merged with somebody else and became Verizon. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, and what he does with the payphone and the uh, the tape recorder worked for a long time before uh, uh, before they figured out how to uh, that it was worthwhile to spend the money to uh, to fix that problem. Yeah, because you know <laughs> if a couple of people do it, you're losing you know a couple of hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. No problem. It's going to cost you hundreds of thousands to change every phone switch to uh to prevent that from happening not worth it yeah you know the longer you let it go the um the more expensive it more people find out about it more people do it the more expensive yeah. it becomes and then they fix it by the way uh going back to weak passwords for a second i can imagine mm-hmm. every it manager can relate so much to the plague ripping everyone a new one on their weak passwords if her holiness would care to <laughs> password right <laughs> yeah no, I, I also i also enjoyed where um plague uh knew his user by their password rather than their name oh wow yeah that's a thing mm-hmm. yeah is that a thing with uh with hackers i guess <laughs> not hackers it people oh i see got it got it it's like i can't remember your name because I have only talked to you two or three times, but I've had to log into your de- into your desktop so a couple of hundred times, times yeah. and I know the password for that off, <laughs> uh, off the top of my head. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of phones, you've got uh, you've got Samsung, and then you've also got PlayStation branding in this. Uh, you know, and those are kind of like the only um, brands. I mean, other than Apple, which I'll get into in a second because I have some issues with that. Um, oh, <laughs> but they the have pow- the power books. Yeah. Yeah. But they're kind of represented as sort of like the tech brands and everything of the time. Right. I mean, and that that still kind of adds up to this day. You know, like, I mean, I it sound like those are companies that are still around today even. So, yeah. Well, I mean, PlayStation would have been brand new. Oh, um, yeah, probably. Yeah, when and I don't yeah. think Sony had a hand in this, but I remember every Sony movie had to use Sony Vio laptops and uh, Oh, right. And Sony was big about using their movie studio to push the um push the PlayStation uh, to push their unit. other brands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and the other brands too. Yeah, I don't I, they don't they didn't they get out of the uh, com- computer business pretty much. 
Sony? Yeah, no. Yeah. Sony Vio uh, isn't a thing anymore. Yeah, I know they still make. Um, I still, I know they still make smartphone camera sensors. They don't. They used to yeah, even used. Remember, to have their they own. used to make the phones. Right. Yeah. They they did used to make the phones. They don't. I, I think they still do, but they're just nobody buys them. <laughs> no, like, I don't think that they do anymore. I think that they just make components for other people's phones now. Uh, one of the things, if you if you were making this film today, you definitely wouldn't be storing files on floppy disks. But back then, you certainly were. <laughs> Look, you had at this point, they had 14.4 kilobit per second modems. A mm-hmm. floppy disk was going to be able to keep up with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yes, I'm, the technology in this, um, there were a couple of things that stuck with me uh, mm-hmm. from childhood. Uh, in this, it was uh, Dade's monocle, the VR gla- uh, goggles that oh, were his yeah. screen that was just over one eye. Mm-hmm. I wanted those. I could not find them. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I you was think tempted about it, to buy Google Glass. When yeah, it, I was going to say, yeah, Google out. Glass. Like, that was kind of a precursor to Google Glass almost. They kind of predicted Google Glass a little bit. Well, Google you know? Glass had a lot more of the input. and uh, But yeah, just having a uh, a screen in front of you that was AR so you could see through mm-hmm. it and still be in the world around you, but be able to, um, to have a big screen in front of you. Uh, and the um, uh, that's just... Uh, happening now uh, Lenovo came out with um, uh, the T1 glasses which are oh, uh, right. look like uh, Oakley sunglasses that go on that just show you a big like they're not VR in that they're immersive mm-hmm. they're VR in that they just show you like a 90 well, foot yeah, well, 90 it, foot 90 inch screen hanging in front of you yeah well and Facebook has it has that collaboration with like those Ray-Bans that like no yeah. one will buy because it's uh, because it's meta <laughs> yeah why would you yeah no, I know I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah no absolutely yeah I I I would I would buy the I would buy them if it weren't made by Facebook. <laughs> like if it weren't Facebook, I totally would have bought them. You know, absolutely. <laughs> but they, you know, Facebook had. You know, uh, have you ever heard uh, with uh, free services? If you're not the, mm-hmm. if you're not the, if you're not, if you're not paying, if you're not paying, if you're not for paying the for it, you're the product. You exactly. are the product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So Facebook and now Meta has become the face of they are selling you. They are upfront about they are selling you. You are the product that they are selling. And the fact that you're giving them money for the product does not make it feel like they're not also selling you. Well, and and Google, well, and Google is too, but like, but Google tries to like, you know, tries to like hide the fact that they are using, that they're selling your information kind of like they're not, they're not uh, they're not open and honest about it as meta is i guess you know and, i guess um, so but that yeah. means that i'm more that i was willing to sign up for the google cell phone service uh project fi but right. there is no way in hell i'm be signing up for a facebook uh telephone service yeah remember when facebook had a phone <laughs> yeah yep. Yeah, that was uh, that was a thing that lasted a minute and then it was gone. <laughs> that was a dumb phone with a Facebook button on it. Yeah, well, the the thing the thing that w- that always was su- kind of funny about it is that like all it was was literally just an a phone that came with an app that was pre installed. Like it, that was the thing you could yeah. install the app that that the software was based on and just have a phone. Like it made it completely unnecessary at all. 
like to mm-hmm. have to to own that phone. Other than it was uh, it was a cheap phone that you could get because I think AT and T ended up dropping it to like a dollar if you got a two year contract with it. So yep. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, if you wanted a cheap phone, you get it. But that was about it. <laughs> um. You mentioned AR and um, and I want to talk about uh, VR because um, the plague has this virtual reality headset on and and it I will say it kind of looks like oh. um, an Oculus Rift. Like, okay. does it not? No, you know, it's it's virtuality that is arcade um, quality VR set. Like okay. That, I have played on. I did play on those at the time. That was where you go into uh, into an arcade, and a um, and like an attendant straps you into the stuff, and you paid four dollars for eight minutes in the uh, in the VR oh. headset. Yeah. You know, well, and of course, and amazingly, yeah. nobody got pink eye from it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and- Wearmall says Disney Quest. That was. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Well, like also, uh, well, well, but uh, how bad was it um, that um, compared to the Nintendo VR headset? Because you know, Nintendo famously had that um, had that VR uh, headset that only displayed right. the color red. And it actually the came out. Boy. It actually came out. Yeah, Virtual Boy. Thank you. I was trying to figure out what the name was, and I think it actually came out the same year this movie did in '95 as well. And uh, I never used it from, but from all accounts, it was not that great. <laughs> it is exactly. I have used it, uh, you know, just at a uh, a demo station in Toys R Us. Oh, okay. Um, it was uh, so the reason why they didn't, uh, why it only did red, was because uh, it was. I believe it was laser based, but basically they would have needed to triple up on the display hardware, which would have tripled up on the weight and. Uh, tripled up on the expense to be able to do it in full color and so they decided to do it in it just drawing red lines uh, Mm. to uh, to make things and so the arcade stuff it was no problem that it cost fifteen thousand dollars for that setup Mm -hmm. you were going to be making it back four dollars at a time Um, and it was no problem that it was unreasonably heavy nobody was wearing it for more than you know seven minutes right so Mm -hmm. um so Virtual Boy was um, uh, a compromise to where nobody wanted, where it nobody wanted it, um, and um, uh, virtuality was um, was just too expensive for anybody to have at home. Yeah, yeah. Now here's another thing that uh, that I remember when we got to this part in the watch party, people were saying like, "Oh wow, this is this actually kind of holds up." So. They talked about risk at one point, right? Uh-huh. And um and they talked about how risk was going to change the architecture um and, and it everything. Did. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, that was what people were saying. It kind of actually did. Um can can you speak on this a little bit because yeah, this is way out of my realm of expertise. <laughs> okay. So the two processor types are risk and sisk. Okay. Uh, CISC. And it's basically about how much work uh can the processor do with one command that's that's issued to it so like if you can do if you have like a five gigahertz processor it can do five billion uh cycles uh per second uh and but how much work it can do in that depends on how much um uh work it can get done in each one of those cycles Mm -hmm. um 
the term that you might know for risk processors now is ARM. Ah, that, right. So ARM is is the risk processor that won uh, that won out. So yeah, it's it does less. Um, uh, it's less powerful, but uh, it does. Um, uh, it uses a lot less uh, electricity to do its work. So that's yeah. why you're you'll and, always and, see an and, ARM processor in phones in. Um, yeah, well, and 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 to break it down uh, even further, um, the fact watches, that um, IoT. Got, well, and to break it down even further, because Apple um, has switched to. If you've heard about Apple switching to the M1 and the M2 processors that they're using yeah. now, those are based on ARM as well. Um, yes. So that's something as well that is using so ARM. That would so. be mm-hmm. Apple moved to risk processors, right? And, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, off of because, off of the Intel processors that they were using. Yeah, right. And Intel is Cisco, um, mm-hmm. so they use a lot more power, but they top out being able to do a lot more. Right. Apple really does a spectacular job with the M1 and now M2 processors because they use uh it's just they're able to run the um operating system to write the operating system to the processor and design the processor to the operating system right and so it's they're able to do so much more with less and because it's so optimized for each other um that mm-hmm. even though the m1 might be literally a less powerful processor than you know, an Intel i7, um, it's doing, it's getting more done uh, in a Apple computer. Uh, Microsoft has been trying to do ARM-based Windows laptops. Oh, yeah, and they've uh, spectacularly failed. (laughs) Over and over and over again. They have spectacularly failed trying to do that. Wasn't Windows RT kind of meant to be like their answer to sort of like the ARM processor thing back in the day? uh, It was one of them. There mm-hmm. were there were a bunch. Um, well, yeah, and I, and I think they had Windows. I want to say it was called Windows S or something like that. Yeah, but there was S, but S was Wind. I was thinking about that, but it was really a win a lockdown Windows Ten. Yeah, that you um, could only get stuff from the yeah, from the Microsoft. That was copying store. off of Apple's feature where you could only you right. could set up the computer so you could only get stuff from the mic from the which was stupid store. because mac os um was always like open anyway like they had the mac app store right but like but they but you still could download stuff from external sources unlike with you know the ios and ipad os where you can't do that you um, could but you had to go but i don't remember what version that changed you had to go in you had to change oh, that right, setting to right. allow that to happen yeah yeah i remember yeah that's true they did change this they did change it yeah where you had to manually turn it on but yeah you can, yes. still can um yeah you still can and mm-hmm. you could run a regular windows 10 rather than s it's just you had to pay some additional money to do it because they licensed it differently right 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 so um, i mean it's just apple has you know yeah, done great things with the risk architecture, mm-hmm. whereas Microsoft hasn't ha- hasn't been able to design yeah. the processor to the operating system. Right, they're they're only doing it one way, and it hasn't worked for them yet. Right, yeah, and I mean they'll they'll eventually have to make it work because that very much is going to be the future. <laughs> so they'll have to make it work somehow. Um, yeah, but uh, 
I love, uh, by the way, just as a throwaway thing, I love that Hack the Planet show. Um, Hack <laughs> I'd the like, Planet! Right. I'd like to think this was a precursor to hacking the system. <laughs> if you don't know, uh, Brian Brusher and Jason Murphy, of course, have the Modern Rogue YouTube channel now, but that was spawned from their TV show on Nat Geo called Hacking the System. And I, I just would like to think that Hack the Planet would be if Brian and Jason were doing some kind of show like that back in the 90s. <laughs> You know, like, so I can tell you, Hack the Planet came out of uh, so uh, twenty six hundred is the Hacker Quarterly, uh, a paper ma- uh, hacker magazine uh, that's been going on since uh, the mid eighties. I'm going to say, mm-hmm. um, uh, and uh, they have a, a regular show called Off the Hook, uh, which was referring to uh, to telephone hacking. Uh, but I believe that uh, Hack the Planet in uh, the movie was coming off of Off the Hook, and then Hacking the System may have come out of uh, Hack the Planet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, art to art to art. Yeah, yeah. That would, that would, be, that would be funny. Um, so getting back to Hack the... Hack the Planet! Yeah. <laughs> So getting back to the reason why I think this movie was ahead of its time. And mm-hmm. let me know what you think about this, because here's why I think the movie was really ahead of its time, because it got a lot because not only did it get a lot of things right. I mean, we'll go into the stuff that they did get wrong in this movie. Mm-hmm. Trust me. But 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 it was ahead of its time because like like you mentioned kind of earlier, the nerd culture wasn't really kind of accepted by the mainstream until I I, I want to say it was like Apple and Google kind of when once Apple and Google kind of came onto the scene and, and kind of made tech quote unquote cool. I think people um, I think probably could people couldn't relate to this movie back then because tech just hmm. wasn't at the status that it is today as more of like a, you know, status symbol more so now than it was back in the 90s. And, well, remember this yeah. was before the 99 98 99 2000 dot com boom. Right, right. Mhm. And 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 and, um, and I feel like people well and, and cuz here's the thing. I think if this were if this movie were released today, obviously you would have to have the technological stuff updated for more recent time. But mm-hmm. I think if this movie were to be released today, I think it would be a mega blockbuster, like way more so than it did back in that time when it was like when it only got like seven million on a twenty million dollar budget. I think this would have been would have topped the box office charts if it were released like today. Swordfish. Uh, sure. I'm not familiar with that one, but yeah, oh, Swordfish was a hacker movie, uh, but had um, of. Uh, uh, Hugh Jackman as the hacker, oh, and, okay. uh, who was being manipulated uh, by why can't I remember his name? He was the lead in Greece. Oh, um, um, John Travolta. John Travolta. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, yeah, so yeah, so that just I so think that was that just... a big budget hacker hacker movie with car chases and effects yeah. budgets and well, all. Well, and, and I so. well, and was I assume that was released in the two thousands, right? Uh well, I mean, was well, it? we I live in the internet age, so yeah, all true. information. Well, while you're is, while you're uh, looking that up, yeah, two thousand one. Yep, there you go. Yeah, 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 just as the dot com boom happened, and yeah, yeah and, and I that's why I said like I think if this movie would have just 
if they would have waited to release this movie like maybe five years later, it would have done way better than it did back then. So, uh, also, did you notice that? Um, I I know that Darren Kitchen has seen this movie because I noticed there was yeah. a poster in the back while they were hacking at Grand Central Station, and it says "Trust your techno lust," which is yep. the very same phrase that Hack Five uses. So I know that Darren absolutely came from this. movie. Yeah, and I so I know that Darren Kitchen has seen this movie before. <laughs> so. Let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, we're, we're we're already way far in this episode. Let's wrap. Let's mm-hmm. try and rapid fire through some of these. Um, okay. So because it's the not mo- going to work, but let's. It's try. not, but we'll try. <laughs> so the movie did get a lot of things right, like I mentioned. It also got stuff way wrong as well. Now, mm-hmm. this wasn't so. Uh, this wasn't much of an instance of the movie getting it wrong. But it, w- but it wouldn't be a movie about hacking and computers without New York City turning into a computer circuit board. <laughs> and with they all went those, the like, other way, too, with the co- turning the computer into uh, into towers of right? like, skyscrapers. They, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And all those like crazy effects and, and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, it was not necessary at all. But like <laughs> mid 90s morphing tech. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> but um, I mentioned it earlier. So that you mentioned the uh, power book that they used. Yeah. Because I thought it was interesting. The fact that they were doing all this hacking on a, on a Mac and more specifically a power book. Of course it was yep. probably because Apple was willing to lend their brand, like to license their brand for the movie. <laughs> Apple was hurting in the mid nineties. It was, was in the, yes. the Pepsi. I think uh, we, um, the Pepsi years. Yeah. I remember we talked about on, um, independence day. I think it was, yeah. Where they all, where they also were using a um, an Apple computer for like hacking and stuff like that, yeah. and it's like that's not like yeah, no Macs are not normally used for that. <laughs> like it's like because even because even even with you know like even with Windows, it's like you know people might think yeah, Windows was where the real hacks were happening, right? But bear in mind that most hackers that I know use terminal commands in their favorite Linux distro of choice, right? I was just thinking, Linux first came out in 1991. So, mm-hmm. yes, they probably would have been on Linux or some form of BSD. Right, yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, while we're on the subject of Linux, I have to ask, what's your favorite flavor of Linux? Uh, I'm a simple guy. I'm an Ubuntu, I'm an Ubuntu. Oh really? Okay, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I'm, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I called it a. I'm a basic bitch. I like Ubuntu personally, right? Yeah, there yeah. was there was a time where I liked Kubuntu for the KDE, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, rather um, interface, but really, I was just being a uh, a pain in the ass about yeah uh, about that. I I did enjoy Debian though. I did I have you I have used it for a little bit of like class assignments. Like I took a computer class at a vocational school when I was in my senior year of high school and we used mm-hmm. Debian we used a lot of Debian virtual machines for the examples in the class. And I yep. I did enjoy Debian though. Like I I mean I don't know if I would I don't know if I would use it full time, but Debian's all right too. So mm-hmm. um I also love how Freak basically uh basically calls uh i believe um uh, it was jeffrey right was it joey Jeff- or joey i'm sorry yeah uh, like uh, like freak call uh, calls joey an amateur for hacking across state lines because 
The FBI will you bust you. You hacked a bank across state lines? Yeah, you hacked a bank specifically across state lines. And, I'm, and in my mind, I'm like, pretty sure you don't have to be across state lines for it to de- for it to apply. So whose brain is really in their ass here? You know? That is a very good question. Um, I mean, because it, it, I think it was the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, I think, is one of those laws that yeah. kind of supersedes any, like, you know, local or state laws in terms of hacking. Yeah, you but know? it's one of those things about states' rights and whether it's a state uh, yeah. crime or a federal crime. And, you know, certainly having crossing state lines makes it a federal crime. Right. Um, but I don't, but I don't, uh, I don't think, I, it, I don't think that's think exclusively though. <laughs> see, but I can't tell if I, if I've never heard of state hacking crimes because so much of it is not, is federal across state lines. It would be federal or international. Um, and if something was local enough uh, mm-hmm. that it would be just within the state, like a kid changing his grades at school, I right. wouldn't hear about it. So I'm not sure if it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist anymore. Or if it's just, you know, a misdemeanor and it wouldn't make the news. So we don't hear about it. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But uh, one of the one of the cameos in this film that surprised that surprised me was Penn Jillette. Uh, of course, yeah. Penn Jillette, the famous magi- famous mu- magician. Jesus. Magician. I, why, I don't know why I can't say that word today. But uh, but he is part of the uh, Penn and Teller duo and um, Penn Jillette making a cameo in this film as an IT guy, which kind of surprises yeah. me. Of course, Brian knows those guys very well at this point. And so I, I, I'd like to say that we're all like one degree of separation from them ourselves <laughs> just because we know Brian, you know? Yeah. Which means here's here's the thing to consider, too, if you think about it. That means we're also two degrees of separation from Angelina Jolie, if you think about it, right? <laughs> okay. Because they're in the same movie. Anyway. Okay. But- so <laughs> he was on. So Penn and Teller went on Broadway starting December 1st, 1987. Right. So this was just Penn trying to be an actor. Like um, you may remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the head of the Witches Council on Sabrina the Teenage Witch on ABC around oh. the same time, early to mid-90s. Interesting. Um, and uh, he was just doing a lot of bit parts. Um, okay. You know, he had, he was, you know, he had been on, uh, uh, had been on Broadway for a year. And then I don't know what happened yeah. after that. I don't know if he was hard up at that point. Well, I know he, he was, was on. Um, I I, I know Penn and Teller were both on like Hollywood Squares for a while, but I mean, yeah, I that would know. be about that time. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. Well, but, uh, Wormel uh, was asking if this is before or after Penn and Teller bullshit, and it is way before. Uh, oh yeah, way before. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, hundred percent. And uh, that was two thousand three. It started. Right. Uh, so yeah. This would have been you know eight years before. Yeah. Well, well, so and going back to uh, Pendulette's role for a second, like, mm-hmm. like, because in this movie he's supposed to be the IT employee, and like, you know, he he's like detecting an unauthorized entry and everything. And in my mind, like th- that computer setup that he had, like, there's no way anyone would have a computer setup like that in 1995, much less today, even. Like, um, well, like that it, was 
It looked it looked almost like the computer in like Iron Man almost, you know? <laughs> well, that was So what they were trying to show was called a network operation center, mm-hmm. which is uh like the um uh NORAD from War Games. Oh, okay. Big yeah. screen shows you everything that's happening over the entire network. Right. And this is for and so he was just a junior guy whose job it is to watch all the screens uh to uh let somebody with actual knowledge know what's uh what's happening when it happens. His job was to look at it like something weird is going on. I'd better call my boss, the plague, Mr. The Plague. Um, and that's what he did. And he never, you know, that wasn't his office. That was, you know, the big control room that he didn't have. He wasn't important enough to have an office. He just sat at the big control room. Also, presumably he's just there for an eternity because it doesn't, he just never gets up from that chair. Like at any point. I know. And it was before Uber Eats and Grubhub and he was just stuck there. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the plague, the fact that the plague can apparently just manufacture criminal records and just get away with it. Like, I mean, he he, could hack anything. And that's why he had this job, because he was a hacker, but he wasn't an ethical hacker. He was a black hat hacker. He could do whatever. Yeah. Also, he's also got connections at the Secret Service somehow, too. So it's like I. It, it seems unrealistic at all, but it's like if you've well, got connections at the Secret Service, like you could pretty much do anything, you know. If a big enough, no, he didn't. I didn't think that he had connections at the Secret Service. It was just that he mm. uh, was the IT rep- like head of security for a big enough company. And if a big enough company gets hacked, then the Secret Service gets involved because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a big enough hack for them yeah, to mm-hmm. uh, uh, to get involved. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and he didn't have any relationship with uh, Agent Gill. He was just lying to him to use him as a uh, as a tool for um, uh, for getting the file back, so he could get away with his crime. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I, uh, I like, there's there's a point in the movie where uh, like which and it's hilarious by the way because because uh, Joey. Um, also, uh, it, this happens right before the FBI just busts in and arrests his ass, and, yeah. and and he's just showering, and I would not trust myself to bring wired headphones like that into the shower, like, like plastic cover or not. Like, that's that's some risky business, bringing Those wires into like the shower. Those look like really cheap headphones to me. Yeah, they probably are, yeah. So like he went to like a doll like to a surplus store and bought like a hundred pairs for five bucks. Yeah, just like five bucks. And then yeah. used an extension cord to probably run to his cassette t- tape player. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. that was like was long twenty feet away. Bluetooth. Yeah. <laughs> oh well yeah, they were wired. And I'm saying this was before C D player, like portable C D players. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like eh, probably not not before they existed, but certainly before, you know everyone would have one yeah um uh and so he's rocking it in the shower and i'm saying i think that those headphones weren't gonna last maybe longer than that shower but yeah probably yeah and uh but he did it yeah (laughs) yeah when uh so and speaking of joey when he um when they're talking about the hack that he pulled off and um 
And they're saying that he hacked the computer system with the super user account. I know that that's a thing on Linux systems, but how realistic is that? Uh, hacked the computer system with a super user account. I don't remember uh, that for that term. So are we talking about his bank hack or are we talking about yeah, him the hacking bank the Gibson? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I believe it was the bank hack. Yeah. Or, or, or wait, no, 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 that it wasn't because he um because he did the bank hack and then he uh, got ridiculed for it. And he's like, oh, I'm going to show them how much of a hacker I am. And so, yeah, he hacked into the. OK, so yeah. he got in with God with the password God. Right. That was which was Lorraine what they Bracco's were talking about. Character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so. um you know, there would be a username that would need to match that password that security is by. You have to get both of them right at the same time. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, if she's using the password God, then, a, then, you know, it's just like being an administrator on the account. You have access to everything. Yeah. Um, you know, good security practice <laughs> is that people only have access to the things that they need to have access to. So right. when you get hacked, it only it you know only messes up the <laughs> mi- the minimum amount of stuff that and, they can. And when you get hacked, there's just this like fucking ransom like this ransom video that gets played while it while you're being hacked. Apparently, um, because they, apparently they had they... the technological feat to do that. <laughs> I didn't even think about this. Did they predict ransomware? Like they, uh, they did not have, have, yeah, they didn't have Bitcoin to be able to send uh, money cash yeah, around to across a payment, the internet. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, but the yeah. Vi- the video though, like I just I can't get over that video because I'm like, <laughs> why would there be a video that plays when that happens? Like it's because it's a movie and right. just like why would you have skyscrapers representing you know file structures of of a uh, of a mainframe it means yeah mm-hmm. nothing the um right yeah and well and it's not you know, realistic it's to make at it all. look good on tv <laughs> yeah, yeah i was gonna say it's not realistic at all right um i mean the more realistic one would be you know a text that says all your built all your base are belong to us and that's not cinematic right yeah yeah I, it sounds like they definitely ha- the, it sounds like then that the writers definitely had a grasp of like the like the of like specs and everything like they they at least kind of knew what they were talking about even if some things were kind of exaggerated a little bit yeah so no that was absolutely a thing like Mm -hmm. saying you know you're you've got an a like in 20 years you're gonna wonder you know you've got an amd threadripper with an nvidia uh you know 3090 ti uh and uh you know, M two an M two SSD, right? You know, it's you've put it together. They, it's important how it all fits together and and mm-hmm. sounds. But yeah, those were real things. They described a processor. They described RAM. They described the screen. Yeah. Um, that it looks crispy in the dark. That stuck around, stuck around with me yeah, for a while, for sure. So uh, I wanted to wrap it up by talking about some non tech things in this movie because there were a few things, right? So. This it. local club, uh, like they've got like roller, bl- they got the rollerblades and the video games and Cyber the and everything. Delia. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was called. Yeah, I, I could, I couldn't, like, I would watch the movie twice and I could not find that 
what the name of that place was and okay yeah so i'm it's um (laughs) freak gives dade a like postcard with the ad for Uh the club that has the name of the club oh got it yeah i'm telling you right now this movie stuck with me yeah i'm telling you what though i would have loved uh, I would have loved to go to a club some like someplace like this I, if it were around in my town. I just wanted to play the game that they were playing on the big screen. Yeah, dude. Yeah, true. Because it was a large so, screen. Yeah. <laughs> screw the, the screen. We have the screens. It's mm-hmm. It was the game and it turned into Wipeout, but it was a beta version. And right. so what they were playing never actually got released. Yeah. Well, and and I lived in a small enough town where like that was ne- like that was never going to be a thing. You know, closest I yeah. ever came to this were like there were some summer camps that would last a week, but like that's not mm-hmm. even close to the same thing. Um, I mean, yeah, it's And like now it would be more like a barcade. Right, right. Yeah. I know there's one it's... in um Cincinnati called the 16-bit bar, I think. Yep. I don't know if it's And there are some I here in Toronto and yeah. there are a bunch in New York and I had heard that it shut down though, so I, I but I but I don't know. I feel like it's still around, but I don't know. Um <laughs> I love how uh, I love how Joey at that club by the way has like two cigarettes in his hand. Did you notice that? Like he had lit two cigarettes and they were both in his hand. <laughs> he's not an addict. He's not an addict. He's not an addict. Yeah, totally not. <laughs> yeah. But um uh uh the the photographic memory of uh, of Nikon uh, like Nikon. that like or Nikon or is it Nikon? Yeah. Okay. It's I, Nikon. I, I thought I didn't know if it was the same as the camera brand. Anyway, it is the same as the camera. Okay. Brand. But uh, the photographic that, that's memory the thing. He has a photographic memory. So he is. Oh, Lord Oh, yeah. Is that why he. Okay. It's that the makes best, sense. It's the best alias in the got uh, it <laughs> in the show. Yeah, that makes total sense. Now, I, I never put the two together until you said that just now. I'm like, oh, yeah, duh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it's like he remembers girls by their name, address and phone number. Like, yeah, <laughs> wow. Because he he saw a page like a Facebook, like the at the at the school. And so he's just remembering back to the page that it's that picture with that name, that address. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> I love how the judge uh, sent Joey to Alcoholics Anonymous because he's quote unquote addicted to his computer. <laughs> so that they, made me think of sex addiction and how yeah like, he's not necessarily addicted, but now that it's a problem, it's a health problem. He's addicted. Let's mm-hmm. Try to get him off based on that. He couldn't help himself. Yeah, right. Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> so. Here's another thing. So they're at this party, right? That is, and they uh, they go into what I, which I believe it was Kate's computer setup that they were uh, that they were geeking they went out into about. Into her bedroom to go see her her laptop. Right. Yeah. It was like her computer setup and everything. Right. It's like yeah. with the with the computer in the room and the modem. They're just drooling all all over the like how how amazing this computer is. Meanwhile, she's just just getting it on with her boyfriend right next to them, and then they turn she around went, and notice. <laughs> they turned off. They turned off the uh, the lights to see how good the screen looked in the dark because the screens weren't very good, so they didn't look good in, uh, right. in direct light. And so they were. So she was at the you know at the party at her at uh, her apartment, mm-hmm. and she went into her darkened bedroom to make out with. Uh, <laughs> with uh, the guy she was guy. with yeah 
Well, no, I, well, because it's funny. It was like, casual, I believe. Yeah, that's that's the vibe I was getting, right? Because um, because it definitely seemed like they weren't like truly an item, like like Kate, um, because like Kate even mentioned to to um to date how like she doesn't date right and yeah. so it sounds like the boyfriend quote unquote was kind of just more a, just a friends with benefits situation more so yeah yeah but i also love how like they have a hacking competition and the winner either like it, it's like the winner either becomes a slave or they go on a date and then it morphs into whether which one of them will wear a dress yeah. to the date well it, it became <laughs> okay we're going to date but we're uh but still you know who has the bigger dick her or him yeah pretty much yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it did kind of trying to turn into a dick measuring contest a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah so by the but way it was yeah. it was certainly yeah. you know like you were saying before it was certainly uh socially forward that a girl was in a dick measuring contest true uh, like that <laughs> this is true and held her own yeah true <laughs> That montage, by the way, of them hacking the that FBI agent, like, like he be, he is like the poor target of all of these hacks, and it was so hilarious. It's like the waiter cut his card right in front of him like that, and like, and then yeah. now he's like legally declared dead just from a change in a computer database. Like, <laughs> what? What was that? Is uh, they're on top of the tower. Yeah. Uh, when he and I don't know why they're up there, but yeah, I remember that didn't serial make a whole killer. Lot of sense like, either. He's yeah. dead, and then serial killer does like a wolf yeah. Why? Why? Why were the they top. on top of that tower when they did that? Yeah, that made like no know. sense. <laughs> yeah, that made no logical sense. Like, like other than making it look badass for the movie, like there's no reason why they would have to be up there for that. Hack. I don't. I don't know. I can't imagine what network was being like routed on microwave links on the top of buildings that they needed to go up to the microwave link, like right. up to the link and plug into the network up there. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that would allow them access to something that they could then use to, uh, uh, to get him. I, I just don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand it, but it looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what, what was not cool I guess <laughs> is the fact that there was condoms being sold in a high school bathroom. I didn't know that was even a thing. Like it isn't anymore. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, yeah, of course. I'm that sure was, it wasn't that's because anymore. Because sex yeah. ed was still a th- was still a thing there. They were trying <laughs> yeah, to not true. have kids drop out, uh, drop out uh, due to pregnancy, and, so and that was their way around they sold. it. <laughs> I was kind of surprised that they were charging for them rather than giving them egg for free, but. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was. That was. I mean, it's kind of like a uh, like it it, it. it was one of those things where it's like I guess the the men's restroom had condoms for sale and the women's restrooms had <laughs> tampons. <laughs> for I guess sale. so. You know, like I guess that was that that was the. Well, it could thing. also be, you know, it only the men have penises, so only the men needed to make sure that they had condoms with them. So well, right? Yeah, sure. Um, by the way, I love how, I love how Kate just casually walks into the men's restroom, um, to not only retrieve the floppy, um, floppy disk, but also like goes to buy a condom from there too. Right. And is not intimidated in the slightest by, 
everyone just staring I, at her <laughs> i liked how there was one guy like so all the guys are standing around waiting for her to leave before uh mm-hmm. doing their business in the bathroom right I love that there was one guy that saw her uh that watched her buy the condom and was just like so uh what are you doing later <laughs> <laughs> by the way that condom was almost certainly for uh for day de- um for date like hundred percent, right? <laughs> she did. I, she might have thrown it out afterwards. She just wanted the disc, but didn't want anybody asking. So why would she be uh, in there? In the, yeah, med, in the yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That. Uh, by the way, like so. So da- there's this hacking montage. I don't know if you saw it. Like um, that there. Like he he goes back onto Kate's computer, and there's this. There's this like hacking montage. They make it kind of look like a Rocky montage. Like that's, oh, that's yeah. definitely when what they were trying when to do. When they're trying to, when they have a piece of the code and they're trying to figure out what right. the virus does. Yeah, no, And like they have this montage, like that was a little cheesy and kind of cringe to me a little yep. bit like that. That was a little off putting. I, well, here's the other thing too. So at the very beginning at the school, I still don't quite get this joke about like, oh, there's a pool on the roof joke. Like, I, I don't. What? What's, what's not the, to get? They were hazing. They were hazing the new kid. That's that's all that was. <laughs> that's all that was. They knew that the door was going to lock behind them. They didn't know that he was going to get rained on. But that was all of the new kids at the school locked up on the roof. Oh, is that what that was? Okay. Yeah. They were because yeah. it wasn't even her that was doing that it because she was she was having a it was the first day of school there were a bunch of new kids mm-hmm. oh I so see got it it wasn't even her remember it was some kid some guy that passed them in the hallway said hey Kate tell did you tell him about the pool and <laughs> then she it. just sort of went yeah okay well fine, but it. and it's funny because the movie ends with a pool on the roof at the very end but yeah I, well and, and here's the thing too they're on, they're just randomly on this date right and then just out of nowhere dates like do you want to go take a swim just out of nowhere right and, well it was obviously that wasn't some place that they were supposed to supposed to be so mm-hmm. he first set up the thing with the lights spelling out their name on the um uh, on the buildings right because they're in the pool they're looking out and uh uh you know before they decide to drown while making up making out uh i mean they didn't drown but yes <laughs> well they went underwater and stayed underwater for an extended period of time during the right uh, during the credits right at the very end uh, and, and, but and where and the by building the way, they said were, crash and burn and by the uh, way they, the they i found it funny that like that's when they started um th- that's when they started stripping is like they just jumped in with all their clothes at the very beginning and then they decided to strip everyone that knows uh, everyone that has jumped into pool and into a pool with their clothes on before knows that it's a bitch to get those clothes off while you're already in them and while you're already soaking wet so why yep. So that was kind of weird that they just decided to <laughs> that they decided to strip after they made out, which I guess they were kind of going to do more than just make out it was at that point. <laughs> a PG or PG. I think it was a PG 13. Yeah, movie. it was. PG-13, I mean, there was yeah. one quick flash of boob for the sake of, oh, right. my God, I saw. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And apparently, it added absolutely nothing to the movie except you get well, also to apparently there's Angelina a, Jolie's yeah. boob. Yeah, there, there's them, apparently also a deleted scene in that in in that dream sequence where you can mm-hmm. where you can actually fully see the tits. <laughs> apparently, oh. 
And okay. uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess they that was probably what they had to do to get it down to a PG thirteen rating was to cut cut it out and only have like a little side shot yeah. of her boob, I guess. Yeah, which I don't think you could do on a PG thirteen rating now, but uh, yeah, but I, but I guess you could back then. Yeah, but uh, let's wrap it up with this because I thought this was the stupidest thing ever. What the actual fuck was serial quoting? Like, where did he, where did he think he was quoting from? Because it, he was talking about how he gave up childish things. And he said that that was a quote from Corinthians one chapter 13, verse 11. Like my guy, first of all, that's not even how you say it in the Bible. Second of all, I don't even think that's even in the Bible. Third of all, what the fuck are you quoting? (laughs) Uh, yeah, Google, uh, Sorry, Google First uh, Corinthians 13. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when be- I became a man, I put away childish things. Oh, is, so is it's that actually a... Wow, okay. I did not know that. So I think that that was there for the purpose of making him seem smarter because he's the comic relief. Right. And so then, he always looks like an idiot. And then it's proceeded like in the to hacking, say, yeah, proceeded to then say Corinthians one instead of first yeah. Corinthians. He knows things. He just doesn't, um, it doesn't show because that's not his personality to, gotcha. uh, um, like the thing that sticks out in my mind is, uh, at the cringe worthy, uh, hacking, um, hacking the code. Um, montage mm-hmm. they uh uh Dade's mom comes in and says help yourself to anything in the fridge cereal has yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> also his name is cereal that's kind of funny uh all righty uh let's get to our ratings of the movie we've talked about this movie um in length Do we so... even have to yeah right <laughs> it's yeah. obvious come on yeah thumbs yeah. up thumbs down jeff what is it yeah, of course it's a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. It it ha it in some way, shape, or form uh uh had a major effect on uh on who I became as an adult. Mm-hmm. I saw I was the right age to see it at the right time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's kind of campy and it's kind of great. And yeah, you know, those two things fit together uh really well in this case. Yeah, absolutely. I am also going to give it a thumbs up because uh, it made me felt seen as a nerd. (laughs) And despite the flaws of this movie, I did still enjoy it immensely. So, yeah, and it and it got and it and I love the fact that it did get a lot of things right. Like like there are definitely its flaws are definitely there, but but it got a lot of things right. And so that's what's really great about that. Mm -hmm. So, uh. Thank you so much again, uh, Jeff, for uh, for joining me for this episode. Uh, man, this was a really this was a really good one. Uh, we had a lot to say on this. We're both nerds, yeah. so uh, so what do you expect? And right? so were they. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, wh- uh, where can the people uh, where can the good people find you? Well, I mean, you can find me, you know, pretty well everywhere uh that you look i got routing wonk uh that's not an invitation for anybody to try to beat me to anything else i'm not on (laughs) be real yet so i guess if you want to name snipe me there uh that's the opportunity (laughs) but uh you know twitter if you want to see me reply to other people saying things uh funny things reddit if you want to see me replying to to things that other people say are funny instagram if you want to see an a um 
uh, a, uh, a, a profile that doesn't even have a uh, a user icon on it, let yeah, alone profile any, picture, uh, yeah. photos. <laughs> doesn't have a profile picture uh, and doesn't have any uh, any photos in it, then you can go uh, follow me there. Yeah. You know, online, this is, you know, this is what I produce, I guessed for you. All right. Fair enough. And you, you can, of course, check out, uh, you can, of course, check out Jeff during uh, the uh, game night and Battle Royale Wednesday streams that I do. So uh, if you, if you Five watch years those, running. Yeah. If you watch that Twitch stream, uh, you, you will definitely see him there a lot. So uh, another great place. So, uh, and that's, uh, that's over at uh, twitch.tv slash W Scott is one. I'm live there uh, twice a week. We play games with the community all the time over there. Such a wonderful time. And, Speaking of it the com- speaking of the community, I do a watch party for each of the movies that we review on this show uh, with the community. If you want to watch the movie with myself and the and everyone else, you can do so by joining the conversation in our Discord, discord.cinemavention.com. We've also got some people leaving feedback in there as well. Uh, check it out; it's a nice little uh, nice little community there. But if you can't make it to the watch parties, don't worry. We have them available for you. If you are a patron over at patreon.com slash Scott is one, you can get them on demand and, and listen to them again that way. Uh, if you have thoughts about the movie we discussed today, you can send in an email over at cinema or at email rather at cinemavention.com. You can visit the website. If you want to see all the previous movies I've covered on this show, show notes, a whole lot more over at cinemavention.com. And if you haven't already, check out the subscribe link and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher of choice. Helps the algorithms know that you like this show and it helps me to know that you like this show. So definitely consider doing it. Leave a five-star review if you really like the show. Music has been provided by Kevin McLeod. You can check out his work at incompetech.com. We'll be back next week to talk about the movie Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Stephanie Cafferty will be joining us once again for that episode. And we'll also be joined by uh, by Kim, otherwise known as Wonder Mom, as well. Uh, a little bit after the Halloween season, but uh, but I feel like it's kind of appropriate for this movie. You'll see why. And uh, I can't wait for that conversation. Until then, we'll see you next time. Bye. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>